Welcome to the fourth branch program. Glad you can make it. I am MD. This program is dedicated exclusively for those with common sense, a spirit of patriotism, and a determination for a more perfect union. Stay tuned as we begin the discussion of a very important, interesting, and enlightening topic. Hope to hear from you soon. Happy listening. I am MD and this is the fourth branch project. We are talking about the trade war with China, United States trade war with China. We debated yesterday in regards to uh, how we get to this point. Uh, and uh, we are currently looking at how when Donald Trump was uh, uh, running for the office of the presidency, how he, he, he appealed to uh, the constituents' emotions in order to make the point of uh, his experience in negotiation and in order to make the point uh, that he is able to win the uh, a war, a trade war with uh, with China. So he, a, a lot of uh, uh, the individuals uh, across the nation who provided uh, the uh, benefit of the doubt to Donald Trump when it comes to that is because number one, uh, quite a few of them have suffered from uh, uh, a technology advancement. Uh, a number of factories have cl are closed and uh, they have been displaced. And those are usually unskilled workers who do not have any way of getting a job because uh, uh, they used to work in factories, in manufacture, which do not require any specialized skill. Uh, and when those disappear, obviously those are people who were pushed uh, to the margin and who do not have any way of uh, getting back uh, to into the job market. So when Donald Trump, during uh, the his campaign, uh, promised those people that he would. Uh, negotiate it would be tough with China and not only in order to level the playing field with uh, uh, in terms of trade but also to uh, force the issue in trying to get those jobs that disappeared in order to get them back so 
it wasn't really difficult to have all those individuals behind him because after all they had nothing to lose but unfortunately uh, it 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 is something that that uh, we should expect uh, in period of uh, of growth in period of evolution there uh, historically speaking there has always been uh, a group that would be pushed uh, either to refine their skills or to be completely out of the workforce now if you retire or you no longer express any interest in the job market then that may be fine with you but if you still yearn to work then that is a big blow now to have Donald Trump making the promise uh, uh, that he will be or he will he promise that he can get those jobs back so for those individuals uh, it was a no-brainer so they supported Donald Trump today as you might know we are on a trade war with china not just with china uh with our allies as well but china happened to be the uh the the major importer of goods uh for the united states so it is uh very prominent that whenever we're talking about trade war then uh, china is always at the top of the list now granted donald trump is not the only individual who feel that way is not the only individual who believe that china has been taking advantage of the united states however uh it, it, it has been uh uh waging that war and uh, the people who supported him who voted for him are hoping that he can win that war now as of this conversation as of this presentation uh the trade war with china has heated up uh and in the news we have had for the past couple of months that uh, the trump administration has uh, uh put uh increase the tariff on uh, goods imported from china now in trump's mind what that would do is uh because the conversation uh if you want to know why uh it it had gone from bad to worse i would definitely uh encourage you to take a look at the previous video that i made on that uh, aspect because i did explain in great detail as to how this situation has evolved from donald trump running uh, uh as a candidate uh declaring a war uh, uh with china to uh changing his tune uh and uh, uh with with of not having that war and then later on to again go back to the war so i don't want to cover that here because there is uh the, the previous video covered that in great detail so 
the war that uh, uh, the, the way that the war is being waged at this point is uh, Donald Trump, uh, after uh, whatever, uh, uh, how many tweets that he sent out threatening to uh, put a tariff or uh, to increase tariff on goods uh, imported from China, then uh, had uh, the Commerce uh, 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 Department uh, act on, on, on those threats. So the United States uh, previously had put uh, uh, increased tariff on uh, on a number of goods from China. Now, what that was supposed to do, it was supposed to force China to get to the bargaining table and uh, accept the condition uh, that the Trump administration uh, uh, proposed mainly saying that uh, I want you to, imp uh, to, to import as much or equally as much in terms of value, in terms of, uh, of uh, amount of money, trade, I want you, so that's Donald Trump telling China, I want you to, I want China to import as much as uh, from the United States as United States is importing from China. Now, instead of doing that, China turns around and, of course, since we're talking about a trade war and that's really what a war is, you hit me and I I hit you back. So China, in return, uh, increase tariff as well on goods that. Uh, the United States uh, is importing from China. So the trade war has begun. So usually when that happens, what uh, both sides are gonna have to sit down and think about what they did and try to figure out the damages they caused because as you might already imagine, a war comes with casualty. There is no such thing as a war without casualty. There is always some. Uh, at times, one side suffers more casualty than the other, but sometimes both sides suffer as many casualties as, uh, uh, as uh, the side that they impose uh, penalty or casualties on. So at that point, we were at a standstill, where uh, U.S. imposed uh, uh, increased tariff on China's Chinese good, and China imposed uh, increased tariff on uh, American goods. So, because it is a war, and it doesn't seem that there is any uh, a, any kind of 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 uh, rationale behind it from mostly from the Trump administration because Trump always uh, tried to act as a bully by forcing uh, an issue without uh, a first uh, sitting down and negotiating uh, a condition. So the first, his first uh, uh, reaction is always to try to bully his way into getting the other side to do what he wants. So that's what he did 
in his private business so he was expecting that doing that would push China to come to the bargaining table and accept his condition. China didn't respond that way so for the first time Donald Trump would find himself in a situation where his bullying tactic would not work. So after a few weeks he came back and imposed more tariff to more Chinese goods. So of course as I just mentioned the idea is to push China to accept the proposition made by Donald Trump. Now China didn't respond immediately but a few days later uh, China respond also by imposing increasing tariff on more goods that were being exported to America. Now you see where this is going, right? Now the question is why? Because usually in government before any action is taken no matter what the uh, subject is before any action is taken there the two government if it's two parties or more would sit down and discuss their uh, uh, and, and present their argument where they're coming from as to what they would like to see they give the pros and the cons and of course there would be compromise where the uh, government from side A would show why they want certain things to be done uh, from the other government or government from side B and government from side B would counter and present their side, uh, their side, uh, its side of the argument, and of course propose solution. So back and forth, and as you must know, in diplomacy, sometimes those kind of things could last days, weeks, months, and even at times years. But Donald Trump made up his mind from the very onset diplomacy was not the way he was going to go so he used the tool he had used in his private life which is bullying but unfortunately in on the international stage you cannot bully everybody around not everybody would just roll over so china did not now there is as of our talking more threat of increase of tariff on even more goods and of course the idea is Donald Trump is expecting that if he keeps doing that at some point China will cave in will give in and will go along with the proposition which is pretty much what I explained earlier that you buy as much as we buy from you and the war will end. Now will it work? We don't know but stay tuned. We'll be right back to discuss 
what are the benefits and the disadvantage of a trade war you are on the fourth branch and we are discussing the trade war with china i'll be right back Performance in Helsinki is was enough to drop Donald Trump's support to zero because anybody who is a patriot, an American patriot, should not have any reason whatsoever to still stand behind the president the first person whose primary job is to elevate the country but did just the opposite nobody should have been behind that that person and yet we have republican who still defending arguing their support for donald trump seriously really what the hell? Join me here on the 4th branch at 10.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. every Saturday. Michael Jordan himself was right here in my McDonald's. I fixed him the very first McJordan special. Right, Bill. <laughs> I did. I took a quarter pound of pure beef, smoked bacon, cheese, and some of my favorite barbecue sauce, and I named it the McJordan special. Mmm, Bill, the sandwich, definitely great. Yeah, but you got the coolin' with that story. But it's true. How you doing, Bill? Hi, Michael. 
Michael. The McJordan Special for a limited... Wayfair, let me show you how I do my thing. Check. Weeping my this, weeping my that. Weeping my this, weeping my that. Weeping my this, weeping my that. Weeping it all. Oh, here we go now. Weeping my this, weeping my that. Weeping my this, weeping my that. Don't just shop for your home. Wayfair your home. Find everything you need and more at Wayfair.com today. Hello again, I am uh, MD and you are on the fourth branch. We are currently discussing the war, trade war with China. Uh, now, the trade war is of course what I explained uh, earlier, which is that both countries engage in activities that uh, penalize the other side. And in trade war, usually, uh, what that means is, in order for to 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 force a a particular reaction, one side would either uh, uh, there are a few ways that. Uh, uh, countries get involved in trade war. Uh, uh, country A uh, could impose tariff on country B, and that's what that's the strategy currently that the Trump administration is pursuing uh, by uh, increasing tariff on the goods that are being imported from China. Now, the, there is another way that uh, a country can fight uh, a trade war. Uh, the second would be, for instance, to decrease uh, uh, the amount of goods being purchased from a country uh, uh, and, and try to get uh, some of that either by cutting down on consumption or by getting the remaining goods from another country. So this way, let, let's say country C. So country A and country B are in a trade war. So country A believes that country B is taking advantage of, of the trade uh, agreement, whether they do have it officially or not, it's irrelevant, but uh, uh, country A believes that country B is taking advantage of a trade agreement that they have. So by imposing tariff, usually it is a reaction, it is a, an action rather, that would most likely be met with a reaction. And that's what we've been seeing with China in particular, that Trump uh, impose or increases tariff on goods from China and China in turn uh, uh, did the exact same thing to goods exported to the United States. So in that case, uh, uh, so far we don't know yet where we are because uh, it's not necessarily, uh, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily balance out. Now there is a, a as I mentioned earlier, in in any type of war, there are casualties. And thus far, while we're not in China to to investigate the casualties 
if any, that uh, they have. But here in the United States, we know that there are a number of casualties that uh, already start becoming, uh, 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 at least the victims start talking louder and louder because the very the very action that Donald Trump proposed would help those people to get their job back actually are hurting not only those people but are also hurting other sectors in the country. For instance, uh, uh, there are some people in the farm business, in manufacturers, uh, people who, for instance, who are uh, 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 using steel, uh, those people uh, are uh, although it's it's from a different group, which is the European, uh, that Donald Trump also has engaged in a trade war with. But the bottom line is that there are other sectors in the United States who are being uh, who are also who have become victim of that trade war with China. So, which means we already start seeing casualties in that trade war now in order to understand uh in in order to understand this this aspect very clearly as to what what uh, really donald trump is trying to achieve let's take a look at what that trade war is now what you're currently looking at is what exactly happened in a trade war Yesterday I took the example. I'll just briefly go over it so that it 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 becomes really uh, uh, it, it sinks in as to what we're talking about. And later on we will take a look at uh, uh, who benefits from the trade war. Now the example that I took is suppose you have a food business. Uh, we're going to take that you are in a plaza where you have a business and that business is a food business meaning you sell food item uh, all type of food item now the store next door is a clothing item is a clothing clothing business so that store sells clothing material including shoes etc now a trade war can begin the minute that well actually I should say a trade deficit can happen the minute that one or the other or even both step foot into the next into the next door store and purchase something now as a matter of example let's say that you are the food business owner and you go to the clothing store next door and you purchase a pair of shoes some dress some pants some shirts you pay for it and you walk away automatically there is already a trade deficit between your business and the business next door now this is what we're talking about when we're talking about trade with china trade deficit now it sounds ominous that a trade deficit is bad right because once you talk about deficit it really doesn't sound like it's a good thing 
But if you take it from the example that I just gave you, what was wrong with that trade deficit? Absolutely nothing. You needed clothes. You needed uh, shoes. You went into next door uh, a store and you purchased it. You could have gone anywhere. But you consider it a trade deficit the minute that you're looking at the owner next door. Let's just say, I don't know what you sell, but whatever food item, let's just say potato chips, soda, other drink, uh, uh, maybe even sandwiches, packaged sandwich, what have you. But you have a number of items, food items that you sell that the next door neighbor, the next door store could easily come to your store and purchase. Now, I'm going to give you the three scenarios of the trade deficit. And you tell me what is, where the problem come from. Now, in the first example that I just gave you, that scenario one, you go to the neighbor next door, to the store next door, you purchase what you need, clothes, shoes, etc., and you pay for it. Now, for all aspects of our discussion, there is now a trade deficit between the clothing store and the food store. But one thing to keep in mind, the clothing store did not do anything wrong and the clothing store did not do any damage to the, be to the, to the food store. It's simply called a trade deficit because you purchase, let's just say you purchase, your purchases come to $200. So you purchase $200 of clothing material, uh, of clothing uh, uh, from, from the, the, the store next door, but the store next door purchase zero, nothing from you. So up to this point, there is a $200 trade deficit between the clothing store and the food store. But the clothing store did nothing wrong. The clothing store sold you item that you needed and you paid for it. That's the exact same situation in a trade with any country, including China. Now, is scenario two. We're going to go with the same $200 you just purchased of clothing from the store next door. You went and purchased for 200 bucks. Now, because you're next door, you're in the same plaza, so the owner, if the owner feels for a sandwich, the owner may go to your store and purchase a sandwich and purchase a soda and purchase juice and purchase some potato chips. We're going to say the owner just purchased for 10 bucks from your store. Now, granted that you have a food store, then because it's in a plaza, you're expecting that maybe every day the owner may come to your store and purchase. Maybe. 
but we're going to extend it to the point where the owner does exactly that for five days in a week every day the owner of the food of the clothing store goes to your store and purchase food for 10 bucks so at the end of the day if that were to continue for 30 days the owner of the clothing store would have purchased 210 dollars worth of food from you so automatically the balance shifted from you having a trade deficit of 200 dollars before the owner started purchasing from you to now having a trade surplus of ten dollars because you purchased for two hundred dollars the owner purchased for 210 for the month so automatically you have a trade surplus now let's look at it from the clothing store perspective you did not you the food store did nothing wrong to the clothing store the owner of the clothing store need food every day and purchase it from you which means the owner pays and you provide the goods there is absolutely nothing wrong with that now let's look at scenario three where the owner of the of the clothing store although you purchased two hundred dollars worth of merchandise let's say for sake of argument that was for a month that you purchased two hundred dollars worth of clothing from the clothing store but the owner of the clothing store occasionally stopped by your store to purchase let's say for sake of argument the owner only stopped by once a week and purchased for ten dollars so at the end of the month the owner would have purchased for forty dollars from your store so you started with a two hundred dollars trade deficit now at the end of the month the deficit is hundred and sixty dollars and the reason is because the owner of the clothing store purchased for forty dollars from you for the month but you did spend two hundred dollars uh, at that store so the difference is 160 that's what a trade deficit is now it does sound bad but nobody did anything wrong to anybody because you purchase from me and you pay me i purchase from you and i pay you now it could have happened that I don't want your 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 product or I'm not interested in your product or I don't have any need for for your product so in which case uh, there would be a trade deficit of $200 because you purchased $200 worth of clothing uh, from the store next door but the owner of the store doesn't have any need or any use for you for for your food for your item next door it so happened or it could happen that the owner next door doesn't eat the kind of food that you sell but it sounds really bad when you listen to someone telling you that you have been 
wrong by somebody else just because that somebody else decide or doesn't have any need for your product and that's what Donald Trump sold the whole country on that the trade deficit with China is bad because the word itself the expression itself sound really extremely bad now granted if I am the owner of the food store and I go to your store and buy clothing uh, from uh, from you a pair of shoes here pair of pants shirts and so on so of course it would be nice that since we neighbors that when you need some item some food item you come to my store now if you don't that doesn't mean I should stop going to your store to buy clothing item because you may have great clothing item brand name clothing item that you sell that I need but when I go to your store and purchase those items I pay you and you give me those items now that should not be a factor for me to go to your store to buy those items especially if they're brand name and you're selling them at a very attractive price but what Donald Trump is saying well because we buying from another country be it china or the european country or canada then he's trying to bully those people and say that unless you buy from us we're not going to buy from you or else we're going to increase or impose tariff on those products that being imported into the united states but as we already found out that there are casualties in every war and the people who are victim of those casualties happen to be the masses today the farmers in uh, the middle part of the countries are the one paying the price of that trade war with china now it would have been better if those two countries sit and in a very uh, in and work out in diplomatic ways uh, their 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 differences and trying to understand each other's side and come with a compromise and say all right I'm selling to your countries two ten fifteen billion dollars worth of product I promise and we're going to try as best as possible to buy at least. I don't know five billions from from your country again it is it is an issue that cannot be resolved in that way because I may only need two billion dollars worth of product from your country but your country needs ten billion dollars of product from mine so the idea of a trade deficit that sounds so bad is not anybody's fault it's the law of demand country a needs more item from country b than country b needs from country a just the example i just gave you if you buy 200 dollars worth of product of clothing product from my store but i only need 10 dollars of product from your food item from your food store so it cannot balance out
no matter which way you try to do it unless you're saying that every day I should eat for 50 bucks in order to balance the trade that will not happen because I may not need or I cannot I have no need for $50 worth of food product but that's really the argument that's being thrusted into the uh, the, the, the people that unfortunately do not have time to understand the intricacies and the complexities of a trade so whenever they hit trade deficit of course everybody blames the country they put that label on that there that today we're talking about China that China there is a huge trade deficit between the United States and China and Donald Trump want to solve that problem by increasing and imposing tariff on goods exported uh, imported from China into the United uh, from the United States now it's really difficult almost impossible to look for a trade equality between the uh, between two countries because today as we're talking about a trade deficit between the United States and China there could be a trade surplus between the United States and Canada and in fact there is so you cannot just look at things from one angle and want to to force the issue on another country because we're talking about international trades so this narrow view of negotiating with another country is something that should be done in a very diplomatic way by the two countries sitting down and work out detail as to of course I'm gonna buy from you you're gonna buy from me and everybody's happy but you cannot impose there is no way to and ironically when you take China and the United States the United States is, is in a worse position to force China because China pretty much supplies product to the world so even though a trade war with China will most likely impact China for a little while but those people are not just sitting waiting for the United States they too are looking at other venues so that they can diversify their portfolio meaning they may not have any reason to bow to pressure from the United States but the point is not even that the point is who is who suffers in a trade war today we already start seeing the proof that very people who supported Donald Trump because of his quote-unquote tough stance with the international partners with China and with European allies now that tough stand in commerce is coming to hurt and hurt the very people who thought that by supporting Donald Trump who is going to be tough on China who knows how to negotiate according to him who is very good at negotiating then 
that comes to haunt those very people and today we start seeing that a number of those people are moving away from supporting Donald Trump is losing support from those same individual who gave him the benefit of the doubt in order to fix that problem and now those people are kind of trickling out because he's not keeping that promise is continuously using the bullying tactic which is hurting the people that he promised to help so in other words that sector that group which did not have any patience for people to tell them how they're going to work out a deal with the international community in terms of that's done in terms of trade agreement that Donald Trump completely destroy now those very people are finding out that it's easier said than done so in trade whenever there is a trade war there are going to be casualties and unless one party becomes rational and try to change the strategy and now decide to go and sit to discuss with the other side there is a pretty good chance that the casualty would continue to mountain to mount and as more casualties mount on top of more of casualties then people are going to become even more disenchanted with their leaders who promised them he was going to fix everything now who benefits of it the first question is why in the world there were so many people who were willing to give Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt to fix such a complex problem why did they put so much trust on someone who has proven to be very bad at managing his own personal business why did they we'll be right back in 1996 a small network by the name of Fox News was launched with just 17 million viewers today with over 100 million people watching regularly, Fox has become the greatest threat to our democracy. Constantly bombarding the airways with false information, distortion of facts, and outright lies, presenting to its audience as news, Fox has created an army of blissful ignorance. According to a recent survey, 82% of Fox viewers are ignorant of facts 
and the truth to keep millions of people in ignorance not only prevents democracy from flourishing but it also clears the path to authoritarianism to dictatorship Martin Luther King Jr. said nothing in all the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity let me finish by saying that democracy cannot survive in an environment where truth and facts do not matter at fox truth and facts do not matter indeed democracy in america is in jeopardy it is a crisis the country can no longer ignore French program will return in just a moment. I'm telling you, Michael Jordan himself was right here in my McDonald's. I fixed him the very first Big Jordan special. Right, Bill. <laughs> I did. I took a quarter pound of pure beef, smoked bacon, cheese, and some of my favorite barbecue sauce, and I named it the McJordan special. Mmm. Bill, the sandwich, definitely great. Yeah, but you get the coolin' with that story. But it's true. How you doing, Bill? Hi, Michael. Michael. The McJordan Special, for a limited time. I thank you for watching this program. We will return next time to discuss the benefits and the disadvantages of the trade war. The question is, the President of the United States is engaged in a trade war, not just with China, but with our allies, with Canada next door, with the European allies, he had shredded all the trade agreement that were put in place to guarantee trade between various uh, groups of country in the world with the United States. Now, as I mentioned earlier, in every in a, in every war, there is always going to be casualties. And if there are casualties, that means there's going to be a winner, and that means someone will benefit. So the question we will address next time is, 
who benefits from this trade war. Thank you for watching. I am MD. See you next time. Fourth Branch Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the People Branch publication, which can be found on the People Branch website, located at peoplebranch.org. That's P-E-O-P-L-E-B-R-A-N-C-H dot org. That's peoplebranch.org org website in which you will find a number of very interesting articles. My name is Mike Duchenne, MD for short. I hope you have a great afternoon or a great evening, whichever it happens to be. Hopefully you can join me again next time for another interesting episode of this podcast. That was the fourth branch live from New York. Good day.